Welcome back to Steph's Business Bookshelf and this episode about the book This Is Water by David Foster Wallace. Keep listening to find out why it's not what to think or how to think that we should be thinking about. You're listening to Steph's Business Bookshelf, doing the reading so you don't have to. Welcome back. And this is a bit of a different book this week because it's actually the transcript of a commencement speech that David Foster Wallace gave at Kennington College in 2005. When he died in 2008, or after he died in 2008, the book was, or the transcript of that speech was turned into this little book. And I say little because it is a little book. The other unique thing about this is that you can listen to that commencement speech or watch the commencement speech on YouTube. I've put a link to the link that I particularly like, which is on the Farnham Street blog. They've got the full transcript and the full speech in audio form on their websites. And because it is short, the actual speech itself is only about 15 minutes long. So this episode of the podcast might actually be about the same length as the actual speech. So if you want to pause this episode, go and listen to that. Like I said, the link is in the show notes. You can listen to it and then come back to this episode and we can compare notes on what you thought the ideas were or you can listen to this and then go and listen to that afterwards. So there we go, this episode comes with homework as well. Now it's a book that I had heard or have heard recommended so many times and particularly on podcasts where people are talking about books that have made an impact on them or books that they reread on a regular basis. I have actually done that myself this year so I read it for the first time in the middle of this year around sort of July August time and I have then subsequently listened to it two or three times and reread it once so something I do keep turning back to and I think it's definitely one of those those pieces of text that will mean different things at different times or you'll pull different meaning from it at different times depending on when you read or listen to it and because it is so short, it is one you can easily come back to and reread and re-listen to, especially because you have got both formats there available in at different times and on a regular basis. But as usual, I will be sharing the three big ideas from it. But first, I will share a little bit more about the book and the author. Only once did David Foster Wallace give a public talk on his views on life during this commencement address given in 2005 at Kennington College. The speech is reprinted for the first time in the book form, This Is Water. How does one keep from going through their comfortable, prosperous adult life unconsciously? How do we get ourselves out of the foreground of our thoughts and achieve compassion? The speech captures Wallace's eclectic intellect as well as his grace and attention to others. After his death, it became a treasured piece of writing reprinted in the Wall Street Journal and the London Times, commented on endlessly in blogs and emailed from friend to friend. Writing with his one-of-a-kind blend of casual humour, exacting intellect and practical philosophy, David Foster Wallace probes the challenges of daily living and offers advice that renews us with every reading. David Foster Wallace was an American author of novels, short stories and essays, as well as a university professor of English and creative writing. He wrote the acclaimed novels Infinite Jest and The Broom of the System, and the story collections Oblivion, Brief Interviews with Hideous Men and Girl with Curious Hair. His non-fiction includes the essay collections Consider the Lobster and a supposedly fun thing I'll never do again, and the full-length work Everything and More. He died in 2008. Now I said earlier about, now I talked about in the intro how this is definitely something to reread and re-come back to or re-listen to, and, and, and I think actually it's one that because of its length, you can listen to and read 
even in the same sitting. And it's interesting what you take away from the written word versus hearing him talk about it and the character and the inference, etc., that he puts on the, the spoken word version of this speech. It is quite meta. There's a lot of different layers to it and a lot of deep thinking that has gone into it. So I think on that note, let's get into the big ideas I took from the book, the speech, This is Water by David Foster Wallace. Big idea number one is how to think. And the subtext of that would be around the, the, the hard things about life that we often don't talk about. He talks a lot about, and especially given the context of this being a commencement speech, he talks about how university and particularly liberal arts degrees are often surrounded by the cliche that they teach you how to think, not what to think. But we need to decide, he says, what to think about and therefore not being taught about how to think or what to think, because it's actually the focus of what we think about that's the big question or the big thing we should consider. Closed-mindedness, he says, is a problem, it drives arrogance and and a total belief in wrong ideas or wrong thoughts. We get to choose what to pay attention to and what to think about. But we don't and we shouldn't think about those things too much because too much time inside our own heads is a bad thing, over-intellectualizing things and over-analyzing stuff, which is one of the bad things about a liberal arts degree or, or any kind of higher level of education, which means that you end up getting too sucked into those thoughts because the daily life of or the daily reality of life is the mundane. It is the day in, the day out. And in the speech, he gives quite uh, an amusing story or, or monologue about a typical day of adult life, which a lot of the students are yet to to enjoy around going to work, working a long day, realizing there's nothing in the fridge, having to drive, sit in traffic, to go to the shop to then be in this horrible environment of fake lighting and terrible music. Anyway, he t- he he obviously does it much more justice because it's clearly his own his own work. So do listen to it because that bit is quite entertaining. But it's it's those moments in life that give us that choice of of how to think and the the chance to choose how to think about them. Because if we let those mundane realities of day to day life day to day life get to us, we're going to have a problem but this takes will and effort because we need to choose how to think. So that's big idea number one is how to think. Big idea number two is that things look and feel different to everyone. We need to ask more questions around why. Why do things look and feel different to everyone? Why is our experience of life different to what other people think and other people's experience of life? We should also better explore where we get our meaning from. Those situations, those things we were told growing up that mean that we take meaning on a different situation or on a situation differently from the person next to us. He talks a lot about how we are the center of our own worlds and how there has never been a situation that has happened in our life that we were not front and center of. But that is only the case for our life. And when we start putting ourselves in the center of everyone else's thoughts or everyone else's lives, we have a bit of a problem. So we need to free ourselves from this default setting that we are the center of the universe, despite what our experience tells us that we are the center of the universe. This doesn't require higher intelligence or or a university degree, but it does require a higher level of alertness and attentiveness to what's actually happening around you and outside of you. And this therefore involves the compassion to consider what everyone else's reality might be. 
and not letting some of those stories that we might tell ourselves cloud the, the thinking we have about other people or their reality. So let's big idea number two, things look and feel different to everyone. We should explore why a little bit more. And big idea number three, which is to me, I think certainly my takeaway from the, the speech or the book is, is my biggest takeaway or the underlying idea is it's within your power. You get to decide. We have to learn to choose what gets our attention and what has meaning to us. He says that we need to choose what we worship because even those of us who are atheists all worship something, whether it's power, intellect, beauty, money, whatever it is, but those things will drive our behavior and will never leave feeling satisfied or that we have enough of those things if we choose to worship them. And if and when those things start to decline, we then will have a problem and we may make unwise decisions as a result. So we need to choose what is important. We need to choose what we worship. And that is not purely or even at all from a religious perspective, but what we choose that has value in our life. So freedom, he argues, is attention and discipline. And the opposite is an unconsciousness, living in the rat race, living by the standards that are set without the attentiveness and without the awareness of what's going on and that choice of taking those things into your own control and within your power. Capital T truth, he says, is life before death, but living unconsciously will not give us that. That's no life. So the real education is knowing what's real, knowing that this is water. So that's big idea number three, it's within your power. So quick recap on those three ideas. Number one, how to think. Number two, things look and feel different to everyone. And number three, it's within your power. That last point in that last idea that I mentioned around that capital T truth is life before death. I find that so compelling. That idea that if we go through life unconsciously and considering ourselves at the center of everything, then we're only gonna undo ourselves. And that actually we need to know what is real at all times and keep a firm grip on that because otherwise, again, we will undo ourselves focusing on the wrong thing, creating the wrong meaning or creating meaning from or through the wrong things and living quite unconsciously. I highly recommend you go and listen to that. Do it right now. Link is in the show notes to listen to the full speech by David Foster Wallace. You can pick up the book as well. There is also a link to that in the show notes. And it's one to keep on your bookshelf. I'd recommend maybe getting it in hard copy as well, ready to be picked up at a given moment. And it will take you less than half an hour to read. If you have read this, if you have listened to it already, I'd love to hear what your thoughts were. You can contact me on LinkedIn or on Instagram. The contact details as usual are in the show notes. But otherwise, until next time, happy reading. Happy reading.